high performers know their numbers. It's just uh, something that I've seen that all high performers have in common. So why is tracking actually important? Well, I didn't track for a long time. And my philosophy, like my my thought process, my mental model on this was like, Are you stuck at home quarantined with people whose face you want to rip off with your bare hands? Are you ready to poke your eyes out with... What's that, JR? Stick to the script? Oh, sorry, my bad. Welcome to the Instant Leverage Podcast with your host, J.R. Rebus, where he reveals all his secrets to creating and running a business that runs like clockwork on autopilot. Now put on some headphones and find a quiet place away from your nagging what... Oh, sorry, I did it again. Welcome to the Instant Leverage Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Instant Leverage Podcast. So in this episode... I really wanted to talk about something that's not sexy, that people don't like to do, that um, no one really thinks is important either in the online community. So if that's not the worst introduction ever um, to get you excited about this topic, the thing that we're going to talk about today is tracking. So tracking is I've I've paid for lots of high-level masterminds, lots of high-level events, um, I paid for lots of courses. I, I'm literally like a habitual course crack addict. And one thing that's never been talked about or I've never seen talked about is tracking. And I think that it's just kind of assumed that people are going to track their numbers because it's a smart thing to do. But when I talk to people, it's it's very, very rare uh, that people actually do. And uh, we've signed up now over 100 people into my program and we cover tracking in detail on our onboarding call. It's one of the the number one things that I cover just to show them how to do it and why it's important. And even though we teach it in the program, um, I choose to talk about that on the onboarding call rather than you know client acquisition and stuff like that or the things that people want to talk about. And we get into some of that stuff too, but um, for the most part, I spend the time talking about tracking. And now why is that? Why not talk about client acquisition or why not talk about retention or anything like that? Um, because it's it's really interesting that if you ever talk to somebody who is worth um, probably like eight, eight to nine figures um, and you ask them any question about their business or their business metrics, they will know and have a really, really good understanding of their numbers 100% of the time. You can ask them their their cost per acquisition. You can ask them their cost per lead. You can ask them their closing rate. You can ask them their retention rate, their churn rate, and they'll know because high performers know their numbers. It's just uh, something that I've seen that all high performers have in common. So... Why is tracking actually important? Well, I didn't track for a long time. And my philosophy, like my my thought process, my mental model on this was like, oh, you know, tracking is not important. When I, you know, become a millionaire, then I'll start tracking. Uh, realizing that not tracking was what was stopping me from making money, making more money, right? So eventually we start tracking <clears throat> and I'll share with you all the metrics that we track today. So uh, actually I will... I will pull this up so that I don't miss anything. But um, so eventually we start tracking everything 
And um, actually, we start tracking. And the first thing we start tracking is how much outreach, how many people are we touching on a daily basis um, on each individual platform, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, email. And that was it. And it was just kind of a way for me to track my uh, virtual assistant's productivity. Then I was like, so then we hired another uh, virtual assistant who was like an Excel wizard and, or sorry, a Google Sheets wizard. I just learned those, those two were not the same recently. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, can you also add in a section to track our, onto the tracker? Um, so we came, she came up with a, the, what's known today as the daily productivity report, um, which we later renamed as the daily growth tracker. Um, so it would track the hours that my VAs worked and then it would track the messages that they sent. And that was it, right? And then I was like, hmm, I wonder if this can also track our sales calls. And then we added that. And then I was like, hmm, I wonder if it can track how many sales calls uh, we took and how many we closed. And then we started tracking that. And then um, I was like, hmm, I wonder if it can track our show up rate. And then I was like, okay, well, can it track our schedule to close rate, which is the amount of people scheduled versus how many close? And then can it track our client close rate percentage? And um, then I was like, okay, well, can we track revenue too? And then I was like, okay, well, I don't just want to track reg- all revenue. I want to track, I want to break it down into new revenue and recurring revenue and payment plan revenue, whatever. So um, we started tracking that. And then I was like, okay, well, I want to do this every week. So we had a weekly view. And then I was like, okay, well, can I have a monthly view too? Because it's kind of annoying to go through and add up all these columns um, to figure out what the numbers were for the month. So we started doing that. And then I was like, ooh, you know, it'd be really helpful quarterly view. So we started doing that. And then uh, obviously, uh, then I had the annual view and then the year to date view. Um, And then recently, I hired a data scientist, a visual data scientist to come in, look at our data and turn it into visual representations. So that's what we're working on now so that we can identify trends. So, so far in what he's done, and we're not done working with him, the number one trend in our business has been um, conversion opportunities. The, the, the number one thing that has increased our revenue has been more conversion opportunities, meaning sales calls. So if I could just focus all, so now I've identified the, the number one metric that's correlated with making more money, more calls. And I can just focus all of my time, energy, and focus on that, then we'll be in a good spot, right? So um, on top of that, I also didn't mention, we track our uh, ad and funnel performance on a day-to-day basis. So we'll have, we track ad impressions, we track um, opt-in page visitors, number of opt-ins, calls booked, opt-ins to call, opt-in conversion rate, opt-in to call conversion rate amount spent, cost per paid traffic call, and then the amount of applications that we're generating as well. So I track all this stuff on a daily basis. So I know, I know what you're thinking. JR, isn't this a pain in the ass? Like, don't, is, how do you fill out this stuff every single day? Especially if it's, if it's, it's a, a million different sources, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, email, Slack, ClickFunnels, Acuity, uh, Facebook ads dashboard, Stripe, um, our, our uh, sales sheet tracker. So the answer is no, because my um, virtual assistants do that. That's, that's the number one thing that they do when they first log in is they look at the metrics from the day before. They gather up uh, how much we spent on ads, how many times our ads were shown, how many applications, all that stuff. And then they fill it into the tracker. 
And then I look at this um, every day, if not every other day, um, and definitely look at it at the end of the week to give me a review of what the um, the numbers are. So I'm I'm super on top of this. Like I make sure that the I check it, make sure that the the data is accurate because here's the kicker, here's the punchline. Um, tracking and gives you data, and data is the best coach. So you can one of my one of my isms or whatever is data is the best coach because your data will tell you where your attention needs to be focused on if your attention is uh is on you know building out your your back end systems but you're not booking any calls in your agency then you're not like obviously you're not going to get results you're not going to improve so by having a tracker the this kind of pairs with my the podcast that I did on the only four things that could ever be wrong with your agency. Um, so there's really only four things that could ever be wrong. You're not booking appointments, appointments aren't showing up, appointments aren't generating, aren't um, closing, and appointments and and clients aren't retaining. Your tracker or or how you track these metrics determines which one of these four things needs your attention. And once you have, um, once you have this information and you know where to place your attention, then problem solving becomes easy because you look at your tracker and you're like, oh, fuck, our show up rate is really bad. That's where my attention needs to be right now for the next two or three days until we fix this, everything stops. Oh, our, our client close rate for the week was really, really low. Maybe I should go listen to some calls and see how we can improve. And it, it's just a clear as day, black and white indicator of where your time uh, needs to be. And without meticulous tracking, then you're just kind of operating from what I call gut feeling philosophy, which is what most entrepreneurs do. They wake up and they're like, oh, what do I feel like it's important to work on today? And then they just do that. And then they wonder why they never get anywhere. So uh, the last thing that we do on with our tracker here is <clears throat> we, uh, and this is, this is something that I've, I've debated giving this out for a while just for free, but I just feel like no one would value this if they got it for free because they they just see the work and they don't understand the benefit. Um, but if you want it, reach out to me, jr at instantleverage.com and I'll give you our tracker, our internal tracker that uh, I use for my uh, clients inside of my program. Um, so the last thing that we put on here is notes. So notes are super important because one thing I've noticed is you most people's memory is pretty bad. So if you, if you, let's say, test a new ad or new script or new headline today, six months from now, you're not going to remember what effect that had on your business. And chances are you're going to try things that you've tried before. So um, having a note section is like having a diary for your business. So anytime that we make significant changes, I definitely could be better about this, but I try to document in the notes section what changes we made. And then seeing the numbers, how that influenced the the uh, quarter or the month or whatever after that change has been made. So basically what this does is it allows you over time, you can see anytime that you've made a change in your business and how it's affected your business. And <clears throat> this also makes decision making super, super simple. So the, the more simple and the more certain you are about your decisions, the more effective you'll be as an entrepreneur. I started winning in in this business when I started to operate from a, a data and analytical standpoint 
Um, of course, like there's creativity in there. There's, uh, you know, talent uh, when it comes to sales and copywriting and stuff like that. But I, I tried three video sales letters before I, I found one that was a winner. And um, I have the metrics to this day from how the other two performed. So it, it was very easy for me to say like, okay, um, I think this can do better and brainstorm ideas to improve it. Another good example is our show up rate. Our show up rate was 40%. I could have gotten frustrated and be like, oh, this, you know, online stuff doesn't work. No one's showing up to the calls. I knew it was a scam. Or uh, I took the approach of like, okay, let's try to increase our show up rate. Let's start testing variables. Let's shorten our show up window. Let's add some more follow up. Let's input a call center and see how that affects our, our process. So if you are not tracking right now, like literally as you get off this podcast, that's the, I don't care if you're making $0 or $100,000 a month. If you are, chances are you're probably not tracking enough. So if you are not tracking, um, just ask yourself, like, what is your decision-making process? Do you just kind of say like, oh, I feel like this is what needs attention today and go there and do that? Or are you operating within a set of principles <clears throat> and uh, data and making decisions off of that? I'll leave you with this. Uh, there's a really good book by... Uh, Ray Dalio. It's called Principles. And uh, I haven't read it completely. I haven't finished reading the entire thing yet. But it's essentially about how Ray Dalio, who's one of the billionaire hedge fund managers, one of the richest dudes on the planet, makes his decisions by uh, looking at data in the past and then setting up parameters or principles of how to behave when that event occurs. So, for example, if I have principles like that, I could say something like, well, when our close rate falls below 20% for two consecutive weeks, I'm going to review five to 10 calls and uh, give feedback to my sales team on, on what I think can improve the sales process. If that still doesn't work, then I'm going to bring in external third parties to give me feedback on my sales process. And by having that, it's like, okay. That problem is no longer a problem because I have the solution for when that happens. Uh, yeah, like, oh, is it unfortunate that salespeople sometimes fall below 20%? Of course. But um, most people, they just kind of cry, whine, complain, fire their sales guy, try to hire a new one, see if they, if they can bail them out. And it's just this game of cat and mouse in hoping that you'll get lucky and get bailed out by someone else other than yourself. So if you have these numbers and you're tracking – you can make those decisions effectively. So that's all what I, that's all I got for you guys today. Um, I don't think I've ever plugged on this podcast up until this point. But if you run an agency and you're interested in in uh, upping the amount of appointments that you get per week with a virtual assistant, go to instantleverage.com and uh, just check out what we have there. If it makes sense to you, then book a call. If not, no worries. Appreciate you being a listener, regardless. And I will see you guys soon. Peace. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, and I'd be forever grateful if you left us a five-star review on the app you're listening on so we can help more people. And if you want more content like this, then click that subscribe button now. And until next time, my friends, stay leveraged.